0: Are you
1: ready, kids?
0: hi Captain!
1: Look at the short. Sure. I'm the Captain now.
0: Welcome to the Supercoach Co-Captains Podcast. Hello and welcome to another edition of our pre-season Supercoach Co-Captains Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Dano. And with me, as always, we have Pado. Welcome, Pado. Yes, hello, Dano. Hello,
1: listeners. The uh, the rookie lottery. Let's uh, let's hope we can win a few.
0: Yeah, fucking hell. We've got a long list of rookies that we're going to try and smash through in today's podcast, Pado. Um, we're going to start with midfielders because one of the biggest locks in Supercoach this year is a midfielder rookie, and that is Will Ashcroft from the Lions at 203k. Set and forget him, you reckon, Pato, We'll get straight into it?
1: Yeah, not much to talk about here. Will Ashcroft, he's a gun. He'll be this year's Nick Dacos. I think he'll play a different role to Dacos last year, but just as talented, just as good, lock him in, throw away the key. Like, he's he's brilliant.
0: Yeah, uh, and by the way, that when we're talking about midfielders, forwards, defenders, and rucks, if they're dual position, we're only going to name... We're going to mention them in their position where we think they'd be more viable, but you could put like a forward mid into your mids if it suits your structure. So with the midfielders, we started with Will Ashcroft. Next one's McKenzie from Hawthorne at 180K. I feel like that this kid is an absolute lock watching his practice game highlights, Pato. I'm not sure about you.
1: Who's this, McKenzie?
0: McKenzie,
1: 100%. Yeah, look, I he did look good. But so did Josh Ward 12 months ago, and he barely averaged 50. So mm-hmm. I'm choosing him, as a lot of people are, but I am treading with caution, and I wouldn't be shocked if he doesn't do great. I'm not even sold on fielding him. I think I probably will because oh. they play SNN round one, and he's 180K, and that's a lot to have on your bench. But it wouldn't shock me if he doesn't do what people are thinking he will. Yeah. But he did look good.
0: Yeah, okay. No, that's, that's okay um our next one is will Phillips from North Melbourne at one fifty eight K um hasn't really scored super well in the preseason but he's attending the CBAs he looks like he's locked into the that midfield rotation pattern. and he looks like he's going to get games and I think was he the one that got knocked around with glandular fever and like Mr Hol yeah that's him that's yes, him, yeah. Wilkins. Yes. Okay. Yeah. He was highly touted in his draft year, too, um, as being one of the best pure mids. So he was um, the number
1: three pick in 2020. Um, he'll turn 21 in May. He's only played the 16 games, but coming off glandular fever, like that can really knock people around. And I feel like this is his year. He'll be in that midfield rotation. And yeah, this guy's as much of a must have, I think, as. Um, Ashcroft, I think, like, being a, a bit more mature age, 158,000. He'll score not like in normal 18, 19 year olds coming off the draft because he was drafted in 2020. So he's had a few yeah. years in the system. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. That's
0: fair. Um, I'm going to mention a really random one to you, Pato. Um, That's Xavier O'Halloran of the Giants. He's 202K. I personally would not be picking this bloke. Um, massive rotation risk with the Giants. Um twenty twenty he played two games, twenty twenty-one he played seventeen games, and twenty twenty two he played fourteen games, and last year he averaged thirty-six point seven. Um and he had three sub affected games. So big sub risk. Um don't yeah, and I don't think I've really seen him much in preseason.
1: And I just say no.
0: Yeah, you can just say no.
1: Like he scored thirty-eight last week.
0: Um, and that was go. against the Suns. Is he even gonna play? Like I don't know. Had to mention yep. him. Yep. No. <laughs> yeah, there we go. We're di- our discussions might be good or bad, people. This one's <laughs> a bad one. We both said no. Um, but the next one, I have a feeling we're going to be a bit, we potentially might differ on the next two, Pado Potentially. Um, Jack Bytel of the Saints, 159K. I feel like like when he came on, subbed on when Wintega went down with that, broken or fractured hand, whatever the fuck it was. And he absolutely tore Darcy Parrish a new asshole and scored solidly himself. The thing is, will he hold his spot? Because Windhager might be back round one.
1: What's the deal with Jack Bytow Was he injured
0: last year? I don't really know. I, I feel like he, he had big raps on him. He came in and he just didn't score well from memory.
1: Okay, he had surgery on a bulging disc in his back.
0: Oh, there you go. Carrying the hopes and dreams yep. of St Kilda, yeah.
1: <laughs> um just just quickly Dana, do you reckon that at preseason training or just training in general all the jacks have to wear name badges just to just with their nickname <laughs> rather than jack on it. <laughs>
0: what the fuck? There's eight on their list. Yeah, that's true. And look, Jack Bartel last year had five sub affected games too, by the way. 5
1: Jack Bytel didn't play last year.
0: Oh, sorry, 2021. Fuck me, dead. In 2021, he played 13 games and had five sub effective games of his 13. Correct. He's he's 23 this week. Oh, shit. And
1: he's in a contract year and he's a midfielder. So he's one of those guys that it wouldn't shock me if he gets named this week and does well. And you got the new coach factor as well where you just don't know for sure where he's going to play.
0: Yeah.
1: Um he did have 7 tackles and get 16 touches last week against the Bombers for a 75 Supercoach score. Solid. Very solid. Very solid. And um yeah, it, it's all depending on role. I I didn't put myself through this game, I'm sorry. I I can't report on the the kind of role that he played. What I can say is though he had 10 CBAs in 60% game time. Yeah, so it's an intriguing one. It is a really intriguing one because he could be part of that midfield rotation and, and be be a, a solid pick. Like I'm, I mean, slowly you know, coming around on him as an option, Dano. You know?
0: I've I've had him, and I really like him, and I know how much Ross Lyon loves a tagger. That's that's another thing, and you know how some taggers can roll off and fucking score solidly, and uh, yeah, I just I'm all about it. Um, the next one, Pado, that we've got is Oscar Baker for the doggies, 124K. He was a slut against a really shit VFL team in the practice game. BFL team being kangaroos. Um, on that wing role that Pado so fucking loves. Don't you, Pado? You're all about <laughs> the wingman. So what are your thoughts on Oscar Baker? Because I have him currently. I feel like he's a lock. Um. But you might not be so sure.
1: No, I've got him in my team. He's a lock, yeah. absolutely. Um, coming from the Demons last year, where he was used solely as a sub, um, mm-hmm. except for one game where he scored a 70 odd. Um sorry, not last year, the year before. Yeah. Where he scored 67. So um he's about to turn twenty five, so he is mature age. And um, yeah, has a pretty solid role. So I I think this guy is a lock. Um, This is when he plays one game for a 40 and then gets dropped for the rest of the year. That's always (laughs) what happens. But um, yeah, I I think being a mature ager, I think he's essentially going to replace Lockie Hunter in that wing. And I think as as a 123K guy that just sits on your bench, you probably, something's gone really wrong if you have to rely on his on-field scores. Um, Something's gone really right if somehow he gets some CBAs and, and might pop off a little bit just because he does have experience at Melbourne and, and whatnot. And we, we do quite often see Dano, the, these guys that leave the the really strong teams and go to a lesser team. And just, just from pure lack of, of opportunity. And they, they actually go on to do really well at their next clubs. And yeah. there's a long list of, of names that have done that. And, and I think Oscar Baker could be part of that.
0: Yeah. I'm about it. So the next, Few, a lot of midfielders. We're just chucking them out there. They could play, they could not, just like the other ones, I guess. Um, first one we got is James Tunstall from Brisbane at 188k. I can't see him playing. He did play three games in 2022, Paddock. Um, yeah, in rounds 15, 16, and 17, but then stopped. Um, I, and I haven't heard much about him since. I couldn't tell you anything about this bloke. Sorry, mate. That's all good.
1: <laughs> but someone that I haven't heard of and 188k, no, thank you.
0: Yeah, that's fair enough. Oh, okay. We got Ollie Hollands. Uh, hey, I know who that is. Yeah, there we go. Uh, from Carlton. Um, looks looks pretty good on the wing out there. Again, one of these ones that fucking plays wing that Pado just jizzes over. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Yes, um, I don't know if he'll play round one. I think he might. Um, yeah, I, I, he looks, he looks good out there, and I feel like that they were trying to target in the off season, um, some silky wingman, and they got that fucker from, Frio that I've forgotten his name. Ah, shit. Akers. Yeah, Blake Acres, Bla- Mr. Acres, kicking hope. Uh- <laughs> And, but Ollie Hollands doesn't look like a kick and hope. He looks like a kick and hit. So, yeah, thoughts on Ollie Hollands?
1: I don't think he plays, honestly. No. I, I can't see them dropping a Paddy sort to play him. They've still got Matty Kennedy. They've got Akers, obviously, as you mentioned. They've got Hewitt, Doherty, Chera, Cripps. Like, I, I can't see him playing.
0: No, that's fair enough.
1: That's all good. He'll, he'll probably play at some stage. He's the 11th pick of the draft.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I reckon. But I don't see him playing this week. It won't surprise me if he does. Um, next one we got fucking heaps of mids. We actually got more forwards and mids listed, to be honest. (laughs) Elijah Hewitt, one forty nine k, West Coast Eagles. Yay or nay? I don't think he plays. But Uh, someone else,
1: I don't know who it is, uh, and he plays for West Coast, so he'll probably play. Um, apparently he was the fourteenth pick in the draft last year, and he's only eighteen years old. So
0: yes. Come on, Pato.
1: Probably, on, probably a no. He is a WA boy. Um, they're desperate, but I don't think they're that desperate just yet.
0: I think he screams sub risk. He'll probably
1: play. He'll probably, probably play he'll at play. some stage
0: this year, but I, I don't know if it'll be around one. I think if he does play early, he'll be the sub him or Chessa, which we'll talk about later, potentially. Um, I'll move on to Matty Roberts from Sydney at 124K. He fucking looked good when he got subbed into that game. Um, One for the future. I don't think this is the year for him to be picked. I kind of hope that he doesn't start the season and he comes through mid-year.
1: Yeah, I mean, this guy killed it in the VFL last year, like put up ridiculous numbers. And then he played one game for two touches against the Tigers last year. Mm. Um, Yeah, I I agree. I hope he doesn't play around one. Um, And if someone like a Parker or someone goes down, then he comes in to replace them. But pretty tough midfield to crack that Swans midfield. And he did look good, but I think he's a depth player.
0: Yeah. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Um, Harry Sharp from Brizzy, 124K. I'm saying nay.
1: Yeah, probably doesn't play. I think there's a couple of other halfbacks that are ahead of him.
0: Well, he would, he'd play more wing. And again, one of those halfbacks has been playing wing, that which we will discuss in the defenders bit of the rookies. Um, but yeah, I'll say no. Um, Matty Johnson from Frio, 124K. I fucking rate Matt Johnson. But for some reason, I don't think he's going to play. Um, again, Frio midfield, fuck, hard to crack. Um, he'd have to play on the outside, if anything, and I really want to see him play this year, but I don't think we can squeeze him in. Yeah, anyway. yeah,
1: tough, tough team to crack, as you said, Dano, and I, and I think there's another rookie price guy that we'll talk about in the forward um, line that is probably ahead of him if he plays round one.
0: Yeah, and the last one we got for the mids. Uh, this is going to be funny because Pado, I reckon, I know what your answer is going to be. It's Henry Hustfight from Hawthorne, and Pado will Whoop. say, "Yeah, Whoop. fucking do it." <laughs> yeah, I don't... I don't. He
1: sounds like he belongs in a Shakespeare
0: playing on the footy field. Fair enough. Um, yeah, I I can't find myself to pick him, and I don't think he plays. The guy there. hasn't
1: <laughs> grown pubes yet; he's still eighteen. So, no, from me.
0: <laughs> First hair on ball. Um. Anyway. We'll move to the forwards because we've got <laughs> so many fucking forwards to get through. Let's start with Sheezel from North Melbourne, Pato, one ninety-eight k. Fucking lit up that first quarter, I think it was, um, and then kind of fizzled out. Kind of came back into it again. Everyone's got high high wraps on him. What are your thoughts? Is he a lock? First of all, at one ninety-eight, no, I no. don't think he is either.
1: It's just a mean, really I shit roll.
0: Yeah, and I think his scoring up forward
1: in the North Melbourne team.
0: I think his scoring will be very volatile for his role. Like he might do a one hundred one week and then a twenty five the next. And I think at one ninety eight k, it's just too fucking much. You can save that by picking one of the other guys that we're about to mention. Save like seventy four thousand and spend it elsewhere.
1: Yeah, I agree. I agree. I, he'd have to have pretty regular scoring to to be interested at that price point, and I don't think it's going to happen. So I prefer his teammate at a somewhat similar price
0: and a different line. Yep, yeah, that's fair enough. Uh, McLean from the Doggies, 179K. You now, his forward bid, everyone was all over him like a fat kid with a Macca's grease tray. Like, they are fucking just going for it. Um, Now everyone's turned off because he didn't play well against North Melbourne. What are your thoughts? Why? It's it's
1: because he didn't get any midfield minutes. Like this is a guy that does well when he plays midfield and he just didn't. So look, when we're talking about Bevo's salad, you just don't know how he's going to fall. Like would it shock me if he came out next week, played 30% midfield and, and got a hundred? No. Would it shock me if he played forward pocket for 95% of the game and scored 40? No. Yeah. I'm not sure if I want to start that when I, when we've got guys at the same price that we know are going to play and we know what their role is going to be. And I just, Toby McLean is super attractive because we've seen him do it before, like multiple times. He's coming off an injury, didn't play last year, uh, except for finals. And um, yeah, mature age. But I just, I can't get excited about this pick after seeing what we saw last week. Yeah, that's that's fair
0: enough. That's fair enough. Ben King, next one, 176K. Um, know that he's going to play. Uh, we know his role. The only thing is he's a big fucking key forward. Pato. And they historically don't aren't reliable scorers in Supercoach. I feel like there's value better spent, um, money better spent elsewhere. But what what are your thoughts? Are you starting Ben King? Because I am not.
1: I'm not, I don't think. It will depend on who gets named and stuff. Yeah. Um 176 is super awkward because if he was 123, I think you just start him and you sit him on your bench and whatever oh, he makes he it. makes. Because we know he's going to play every week. We know he's their main key forward. Um, but just like Sheesel, he'll have games where he scores 120 when he kicks five or six, but then he'll have games where he gets twenty or thirty against a really good fullback. So I just don't I don't know if the, the scoring potential or the, the money making potential will be there. Like he may only get to 100K made and I just don't think it's enough. But if we don't get a lot of these forwards named for whatever reason, then we may have to pick him. But I don't think we're going to need to.
0: Yeah. By the way, for everyone listening, I'm rounding up their prices. Um, So for example, the next bloke is actually 166 point, whatever it is, but I'm just saying 167K. Rather round up than round down, So Just to point that out to anyone. Anyway, it's... Oh, fuck. One of the greatest names next in AFL. Is it Mateus Philippou? Like,
1: yes, that's him.
0: Fuck me, Dad. What a good name. What a good name. One sixty-seven. Not games. Jack, so. His nickname will probably end up being Jack. He's a forward mid. Um, and I think he's got probably the safest role known to man. The only thing is his scoring. I don't think is going to be super great. But I'm hoping that he's Disposal efficiency gets him over the line, Pado, um, and makes you some good money.
1: Yeah, this is going to be a really frustrating one because Philippou is a midfielder. He's drafted as a midfielder, played, a mid- yeah. played as a midfielder, as a junior, but he's going to be playing forward. So that's not a great role for him. Um, I think he'll have good games, but I think he'll have some really poor games as well. And just like some other guys that we've spoken about, I just think the scoring is going to be pretty volatile, so he's not in my team.
0: Yeah, that's fair enough. I've got him in my team uh, just because he's fucking playing. And I know he's going to play when, unless he gets injured. Next bloke's another one that I think will play regularly, and that's Mr. Green from Hawthorne, 124K. He has shown a lot in his short time uh, at the Hawks and in those practice games. The only thing is he it's, again, the key key forward Thing, um, but, yeah. and will the ball get down in the Hawks forward line enough to warrant the pick? I think I, I think he's just a safe pick on your bench. What are your thoughts, Pato?
1: I don't love this. Um, is not really a key forward. He's more of like a medium forward. Yeah. They they do kick to a lot, but he had eight touches, Dano. and. Five of those were scoring opportunities off marks. So this is last week, obviously. So I I don't love this. Um, I may end up starting him just because of his price and the fact that we're going to just chuck him on the bench. And he may be a better option than Sturt or something like that. But I
0: don't love it. It doesn't excite me. Since you mentioned my boy Sturt, I'm just going to jump to him now. (laughs) So Sam Sturt from Frio, 124K. Um, same prices green. I'm all about Sam Sturt. I just don't know what's going to happen once a few more key players come back in for Frio. Um, uh, but he's put in a really good preseason, he was even rotating through the middle at one stage in their practice games. Um, and then like obviously that's not going to be his role. Um, but yeah, he's he, he scored he scored solidly in the practice, and I'm eh, I'm just a slut for Sturt to be honest. Uh, I need you to take over from here, otherwise I'll just keep talking about him.
1: Yeah, former first round pick. He's been in the system for a while now. Um, got drafted in 2018, so he has been around mm-hmm. for a, for quite a time. Hasn't really taken his opportunity when he's got it. He's played four games and hasn't really done much in those four games. Um, another guy that comes in as a midfielder, and I mean, when you're playing with Nat Fife and Andrew Brayshaw and and Caleb Sarong and and these sort of guys, and it's almost impossible to crack the team as a midfielder. So then you've got to try your hand as a forward. And look, he'll be another one like Mateus Filipu, uh, where just playing out of position up forward. Um, he's at least got the advantage of having had a, a good four or five pre seasons with Frio, but. This is another one that doesn't excite me heaps, Dono. I know you're big on him. May end up starting him just anyway because he's in a contract year, so if he's going to do it, he better do it this year, otherwise he'll find himself Mm -hmm. playing waffle and not doing too good. So, yeah, I I think I'll probably end up starting him if he's named, but it doesn't excite me.
0: One that doesn't really excite me is Reef McInnes at one seventy six k. Another one of those drafted as a fucking mid playing forward and shit. And yeah, I think he's just an avoid at this stage.
1: Yeah, absolutely agree. Um, not for me.
0: Yep, Luki Pedler is an interesting one from the Crows. One seventy three k. Is again another one of these fucking guys that is drafted as a mid playing up forward. Um, someone was pointing out I think his uh, points per minute was actually quite solid like 1.4 or some shit like that, the only thing is he didn't play too many minutes um, which doesn't help um, and this guy was actually in my in my team prior to any practice games uh, that were played um, I think he's going to be good, I don't think it will be this year I hope I'm wrong though
1: yeah, this at the price
0: point, it's a no for me. Yeah, Menzi Essendon 154k. Now, a fair few people are saying that he's safer than Owen David Jr., who is 117k mid uh, forward. And it to be honest, it's his tackling, his tackling, and he looks like one of those pressure forwards that even if he doesn't score goals, he's still going to score all right with those tackles. And he's obviously already had some time in the system. I think if you can find the extra money, it wouldn't be such a bad shout putting him in your forward line just for the safety of those tackles. But I'm finding that I'm really strapped for cash to try and, yeah, to try and find that to put Owen when David Jr. up to him. So what what's your, what's your take? Pato? This, this
1: doesn't excite me either. Um, I don't don't love it. Um I, no, I think Dave David is better. I think Dave is a better option. Okay.
0: Well, Pato's going on with David Jr., he loves him. 117K forward mid. So there you go. One that will definitely not excite Pato is Charlie Combin. 124K <laughs> from North. What do you score a minus two? Probably. Same coach. Um, it was in the negatives. He scored like minus two supercoach in that practice game against the Bulldogs.
1: Yeah, negative three. He gave away five free, free kicks.
0: Snug Barry, avoid. Uh, yeah. Hmm. yeah. Chandler from Melbourne, 124K. This is an interesting one. I've seen a lot of sides start looking at him. What are your thoughts, Pato? Because I honestly did not consider him at all.
1: I think he's going to be their sub all year. Oh,
0: that's that's valid.
1: He spent a lot of time last year as their
0: sub, didn't he? Yeah, I think the year before he did too. I think... Eh. Oh, no, there we, there we go. Okay, so in 2021, he played round one and was an unused sub. Round six, unused sub. Round eight, unused <laughs> sub. Round nine, he got subbed on for one kick, three handballs. Then he was round thirteen, unused sub. For a solid average of one point four in twenty twenty one. In twenty twenty two
1: four point eight average for twenty twenty two.
0: And this is this yeah, and twenty twenty two, he got subbed. He got subbed in round seven, nine, and thirteen. And then round twenty, he was an unused sub. But this is the thing, in twenty nineteen he had one game and he scored a sixty. Which was twenty round twenty two that year. So yeah, I can see why people are looking at him. Um they might think that he's not going to be sub anymore. I think you're right in that it screams sub risk for me.
1: Yeah,
0: not for me. Yeah. Connor Stone. Of the Giants, 124K. This one's a fucking interesting one. So last year's preseason, I was watching the Swans versus the Giants when I was noticed fucking old mate Tom Green looking ripped as shit more so than normal running around the ground. I'm like, oh, yeah, he'll go good this year or next year. Connor Stone was in that game too. And man kicked a fucking goal over his head. And looked silky smooth. He's not very big though, Pato. That's the thing about him. He, he's quite is slender, um, but he's uh, he's got something about him where he could have that little bit of X factor. Um, I just don't know whether he cracks that Giants twenty two team or whether again he's another sub risk candidate. Have you even considered Connor Stone? No. Yeah. okay, there you go. We'll move on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell. Just so, <laughs> just so fucking... Although I do
1: remember that game he played in the wet and he looked like the only guy out there with a dry footy and everyone else could not touch the thing. And I can't remember who was against, but that goal he kicked was... Did he kick three or four in that game?
0: Yeah, in, in, in a pracky game. No, in
1: a, in the is that him or am I thinking of someone else?
0: I don't know. I think, I think... Oh, I'm thinking of Cotter Iden. I think, yeah, no, 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 you're thinking of um, oh, the Irishman. Oh, I've forgotten his name. Um, in mind, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, he was not bad,
1: and he was a yeah. late inclusion in that game and came in and yeah. was best on ground.
0: Yeah, he's he's a defender and they put him up forward. Yeah, I know who you mean. Um. Anyway, we'll move on. Next one we got is Judson. Yeah, I think Clark. it was Connor Iden. No, it wasn't Connor Iden, mate. It was not Connor Iden. Anyway. Boy. Anyway, Judson Clark, one ninety-seven k. Yay or nay? From the Tigers. Uh,
1: I think I think he plays um in a weird way, but I think he'll play on the wing and he's got talent. He does have talent and has a knack of getting the footy and getting forward as well. Um, I just, no, no from me.
0: Okay, Paddy. So the next one's a, a, a mid-forward from the Sydney Swans, and that's Angus Sheldrick. I almost say his name wrong every time I've tried to pronounce it because that R does not compute in my brain. Um, actually, it's, it's... Always just got
1: dick on his mind.
0: Shell dick. Well, Cumming. Cumming's always on my mind. Um, so, I'll oh, oh, make Angus here. Um, I actually don't mind him as a player. I just can't see how he cracks consistently into that Sydney team. And again, this one screams sub-risk to me, Pato.
1: Yeah, no, for me, he's not cracking that team.
0: Not anytime soon, anyway. Now... Here's here's one that's a, uh, Paddo was talking this bloke up all preseason, and he's like, oh, I've got this 161k forward, <laughs> and he's playing in defence for the fucking doggies. I'm like, oh, some new rookie little kid, fucking Josh Bruce. So, I, I kind of yeah, I actually was looking to see when the Western Bulldogs actually played North Melbourne just to see if, if. If they chuck him forward for that one game where he always goes spastic against them. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, round one, no. Round two, no. Round three. When the fuck do they play them? Round three, no. Round four, no. <laughs> round five. If it wasn't in, ugh, it's not even in the first eight rounds, is it? Nah, no. Is it He's round? not playing forward though. Yeah, I know, but I reckon that they just might chuck him there. And that was going to be the only time that I would have been like, oh, yeah, let's fucking go with Josh Bruce. But anyway, do you like him, Pato? Do you like him in defense?
1: I I do. He didn't have the standout game that his teammate did. But I feel like they're both going to have big 100-plus games. It just depends on who has the matchup and who's getting the intercepts. So I feel like people are still sleeping on Josh Bruce.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. There's actually I just realised that there's two blokes in defence that I forgot to list there.
1: Yeah, the teammate I'm talking about.
0: And his other teammate. Yeah. 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 There's another one. Both very similarly priced. Um. Anyway, Dempsey, one forty-eight k. Yay or nay? Nay. No. Too long uh, he? No. <laughs> yeah. He, fuck, does he not blend in with all the other fucking blonde-haired motherfuckers with long hair in that team?
1: Oh, yeah. There's too many of them. DeConing, oh, Stewart I, even.
0: I thought, oh, fucking, is it Zach, Zach Guthrie and Cam Guthrie? Zach Guthrie, so? yeah. Fuck. <laughs> I actually thought it was um Zach Guthrie at one stage just randomly ripping through the forward line and snapping a goal or some <laughs> shit. And I'm like, oh, geez, he's, he's changed his... He runs and shit. No, it was this bastard. But anyway, Um, Evans one thirty seven k. No, no, no. Tom Berry traded from the Lions to the Suns. One twenty four k. Yay or nay?
1: No, I think it's a dev, close Peace.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on there. Laurie one twenty four k forward mid. Yay or nay? Your upper, no. upper, you're going to say, it. Do you even know who that is?
1: No. <laughs> Ozzy Jones is back though.
0: <laughs> Fuck. Actually, this is this is an interesting one because um, what the uh, Bevo loves a, a mature forward rookie debut. So one twenty four k. I I feel like he's just going to end up like every other one that he ends up debuting that just is the slowest burn because he plays him for like two weeks and then doesn't bring him back to like around twelve.
1: Uh, Arthur Jones actually um, hurt himself in training. He's out.
0: Well, let's not fucking talk about him then. Uh, The last one's Kameniti, 102K from the uh, Saints. So he was one of those top-up players, um, mature age, like key position forward. So So, no? Well, this is the thing, Pato. They have fucking no, like they're using Mason Wood on a wing, fucking slaying it, by the way. Um, looks to be an absolute slut on that wing, but in saying that they got Mason Wood, who's a key forward, and they're not playing him as a key forward. Instead, they're playing Camanidi because they got no one. Yeah, no. so no, Okay. Anyway. Anyway, we'll go to defenders now. We're going to talk about your one of the ones that you're going to want to talk about is Liam Jones, obviously from the Western Bulldogs. So have have a yak about him for defense.
1: I think people are getting sucked in real bad with this guy.
0: Yeah. 228K. 228K. Played
1: a preseason game against North Melbourne. And because he scored 101, people are getting excited. Liam Jones has done this before. Liam Jones has had big games, but he's also had low games. So yep. let's go back to the last year that he played 2021 before before they said that they had to, everyone had to get the vaccine. Yeah. let's let's read out his scores. So round 1 against the Tigers would have had to be a little bit more accountable against the Tom Lynch type 52.
0: Yeah.
1: Round 2 against the Magpies 37. Yep. Round 3 against the Dockers he had 20 touches and nine marks for 147 day night. Oh. Round 4 21 touches 11
0: marks 86 against the Suns. So, you're only talking him up right now.
1: <laughs> round five, Dano against the yeah. power, 12.
0: Yeah, okay. So, round, really, round so... six,
1: 104. Round seven, 62.
0: So, mate, all I'm hearing right now is man can get a 100 plus in his three rounds. he can range.
1: also get sub 20.
0: But you want him there to make cash
1: correct and if you're that and up and playing, down with your scoring you are not going to make cash at 220k
0: if we apply that 150k rule so 30 points above his average do you think he can get it no no okay but the round 1 guy, he's got
1: it's... round okay. 1 he's got melbourne
0: listen to me here would you consider a bloke that has scored 79 average in the past, 74.9 average in the past, 76.1 average in the past. That's in the last five years of him playing. Would you consider him at 218K?
1: Have we moved on from Liam Jones? Yes. Okay. Because I had
0: more data. This is his teammate I'm talking about that is being heavily slept on. The only thing is, I, th- I think he got a minor niggle, um, and that's Hayden Crozier. Yeah, he popped his his pink finger, popped out. Yeah, and like that's not a miss round one type shit. They just pop it back in. Like, yeah,
1: I I agree. People are sleeping on Crozier.
0: I I actually am so tempted to put Crozier. I've I currently have Liam Jones, and I have been tossing and turning about whether or not I put Crozier in ahead of him just because he's got that. Oh, like he's, he's scored three times over 70 average, almost pushed an 80 average in the past. He looks like he's at, he's safe at home in that defense. The only thing is, people think he, he is going to be a sub risk and that Liam Jones will play ahead of him. I, mm, I'm, yeah.
1: They'll both play. Crozier played 53% game time last weekend for a 79.
0: It's just, you see what I mean?
1: No, I I'm on board. I think this is a better pick than Jones.
0: I'm yeah, and I think he's. I'd love to know Hayden Crozier's, um, percentage right now, Pato. I can get that for you. Um, <laughs> you know what? I'm just gonna I'm gonna update my team right now. And what three percent ownership? Oh fuck me, dead. That is good shit. Yeah, I'm I'm all in. I I'm, I'm all about Hayden Crozier, man. That's assuming he plays.
1: The only thing is I think they're not sure what to do with Caleb Daniel.
0: There and there's the thing of would Crozier be a sub risk.
1: Correct, because if they do decide to just play Cro- uh, Crozier, um Caleb Daniel where he plays his best footy. You're not moving Bailey Dale out of that halfback line either. So, okay. there's your two main halfbacks in yep. Caleb and Bailey Dale.
0: I think they have to push Josh Bruce back forward.
1: Well, no. I think Josh Bruce plays because they're missing a key back.
0: So, then you got Bruce, Dale, Daniel, Jones. Who are the other two?
1: Darcy. Darcy will play.
0: And who's the other? But he'll be
1: a swing guy. Crozier? Crozier? Alex Keith.
0: Oh, there you go. See, so mm, I I feel like that they will Yeah. I'm I'm about crozier at the moment, but now just thinking about that.
1: If only he played for anyone that wasn't the Bulldogs.
0: Yeah, I know. I know. I'll leave him there for the moment. Anyway, we'll move on to Ruben Ginby. Um, which apparently is how you say his name. I thought it was Jinby, but apparently it's Jinby. I don't know. Anyway. It is a G, not a
1: J, so checks yeah, out. It's got
0: yeah, I know, I know. Anyway. Um, 171k, defensive mid swing. Um he 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 built like a brick shit ass, like one of those guys that just comes out of under 18s already with a man's body. Kind of like um what uh what Daniel Rich and Co did when they got drafted. They're just built for AFL already. Sam Pepper, those types of guys. And his points per minute is fucking hectic, isn't it, Paddy? Yeah, no. Gimby's a lock, absolutely. Yeah. So kick Gimby in. That's what we're saying. Um, Next one on the list, Charlie Constable. Now, a lot of people he's 124k defensive mid-swing. A lot of our Picks here are defensive mid swings, so all is good. Um, he, I'm worried about when um, you like your Weller's and shit come back because we've got a yeah. few half backs missing. But in saying that, people forget how tall Constable actually is, and he doesn't have to necessarily be used off, off a half back role. So, what are your thoughts there, Pato?
1: Yeah, this is a tough one because it's risky in the sense that he is one or two bad performances away from getting dropped for Weller to come back. But he's also one or two good performances away from them just finding a role for him, whether that's on a wing with a midfield rotation, whatever. So it's a tough one. It might be between him and Long as to who gets that role.
0: Hmm.
1: And who performs better in the first couple of weeks?
0: Yeah, fair, fair. Um, we'll go to Gotha from North Melbourne, 193k defensive mid swing. We'll go to Gotha. Yeah, I'm. I'm not about it at the moment. Um, I know See, that's
1: are. that's interesting. I I watched him do really well against Richmond two weeks ago in the in the unofficial practice match. Yeah. Um, there were no scores for that because they played like eight periods or something stupid, or six periods, or whatever it was. Yeah, um, was really exciting around the footy. Like, you can tell this is a really talented guy. Last week against the dogs didn't set the world on fire until he went to half back in the fourth quarter.
0: Right now, you're and swinging me back to the quarter. north.
1: Actually, north actually made a run in that fourth quarter, like they were never going to win their game, they were down by 60 odd but they kicked five goals 5 out of 13 goals in the fourth quarter. And he was a guy that was playing off that half back and getting involved in it. Uh, well, so listen. it's an interesting one. He he had played one game last year for a 70 and yeah. 70 would be more than fine uh, even at that price point as an oh, average. Yeah. Oh yeah. But if he's if he's named in the back line, I'd be very tempted but if he's named up forward put a line through his name so it's a wait and see for me it's hard to make work but don't put don't rule him out ladies and gentlemen
0: yep fair enough um got a left fielder for you here hello tom cole from west coast 182k <laughs> key defender yeah yeah he um, is he he won't He'd be one of the biggest slow burners, but he'll play. But then how many is too many West Coast fucking defenders on your in your defense?
1: Correct. The the ball's gonna spend a lot of time down there, so it's not as crazy as it sounds. Uh... They do they do love a kick mark sort of game. And mm. historically, these key position defenders as a slow burn. Have actually treated us pretty well. Mm. Think of uh what's his name from last year from Adelaide? No, that was two uh, years ago.
0: Um uh, Butts, Jordan Butts.
1: Yeah, Geordie Butts. Yeah. Who you know is gonna play. A different player, obviously. Um, Tom Cole is locked into that team. Um, like he's certainly not gonna be the the main guy down there, because that's McGovern, that's Hearn, that's those sort of guys
0: yeah it's not a super sexy pick it's not but
1: he's gonna he's gonna play he's gonna get lots of footy he's gonna get lots of kick marks uncontested sure but they add up when you're getting 15 or 20 of those every game there's 80 points right there
0: he's not gonna get 15 to 20 of them every game though
1: well no but he'll get a lot Uh... so his highest averaging year was 2021 sorry 2020 where he averaged 68.
0: yeah doesn't scream super sexy there's a, there's a few other guys that we're about to mention that are a bit su- more super sexy should we go on to them and I'm gonna do yeah. a com- compare the we're gonna like compare the market compare the meerkat.com.au. um same income. Nah, well, it, according to this, they're differently priced. So Probably the first, not. <laughs> the, yeah, the first two, Connor McKenna versus Darcy Wilmot. Um, Connor McKenna, obviously, 168K. Darcy Wilmot, 124K. One or the other or both, Pado? I don't think they're both going to play. Who do you think's more likely to play? Because I, I, I have a different opinion to other people. I think Wilmot will play he will play wing. I
1: I think Wilmot... Do you think they'll both play?
0: I'm I don't, trying to find I don't a... think McKenna actually does to start with. I think Wilmot does on the wing. Um, it. I just don't know. Mm. Yeah, they got, what, Coleman. It depends on really where they're going to play Kitty Coleman, to be honest. Daniel Rich, halfback, he's there. Kitty Coleman sometimes pushes forward. What Coleman's going to play him?
1: halfback. That's almost as certain.
0: I don't think it is as certain. But yeah, it all McKenna playing, I think, depends on him, on where Kitty Coleman plays. But I think Darcy Wilmot has that wing right now. I know they really like Darcy
1: Wilmot. I'm waiting for a but. I don't know if there is a butt.
0: Oh, yeah, cool. Okay. I'm. I'm, you know, I'm. I'm trying yeah. to
1: find. I'm trying to find some fucking data, but the Footy Wire website will not show me finals because he hasn't played a regular season game in his career.
0: Yeah, he he did score good in the finals.
1: Correct, that's and why, that's what yeah. I'm trying to find for the for the people for the people.
0: But that was off halfback.
1: It was. It was. I think that's. I think it's him or McKenna for that halfback role next to Coleman, next to
0: Rich. Yeah, so from my understanding is Wilmot will be wing rotating off half back. That's my understanding of it all. But anyway, so we're saying Wilmot over McKenna for the moment?
1: I think so, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's what I've got in my team currently. I don't have Connor McKenna. I just can't trust it. Um, the next two that we're going to compare, Cowan versus... Now, I don't know if it's Sin or Chin Cotter. Chin. From... It's chin, chinny, chin chin. Chin, chin, okay. chin, chin, chin. Cowan chin, chin, versus Chin Conner, Chin, chin Cotter, sorry. 117K Cowan versus 102K Chin Cotter defensive mid swing for Chin Cotter only. Out of those two, do you think that they can both play? I think only one can.
1: I've I've been told by Carlton people
0: that it'll be one or the other.
1: And I think Chin, chin Cotter played a better game in the preseason and, so I think it's probably going to be him.
0: I'm thinking Chinkotta just because he knows the Carlton system.
1: He's also like 26 years old or something. So he's mature because age.
0: Because he knows the Carlton system because he's from their reserves.
1: Yeah, I think Chincota is a really solid option at 102K.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, if, to, for me, it's whichever one gets named round one probably. But I think Chincota, no matter what, is just good for that swing because you can swing him with one of the other guys that we're going to be mentioning shortly. But um, we'll go to then. We'll go to McVee from the McDees at 124K, defense mid-swing. I did not like his game. And from all accounts, Christian Salem could be back round one.
1: Yeah, no, he, he had a shot and he blew it, so no.
0: Yeah, okay. That's weird. Now, fuck me dead. I... <sighs> <laughs> I'm going to try this. We're going to mention that he's from Adelaide. M- McElhaney? Is it M- M- Mac- michaelani Oh, fuck me, Dad. You-, you have a crack, Pato.
1: <laughs> I'd rather listen to you having a crack. Shut
0: the fuck up. Eminem. <laughs> we'll call him Eminem. M McElhaney, M- M- fuck you. 135k. <laughs> he's in defence. <laughs> Um, actually a highly touted draft pick as well, uh, to the CROM. didn't set the world on fire. And from all accounts from our mates that go for the crows, there's way too many ahead of him in the pecking order.
1: Yeah. I feel like half of that list are all defenders.
0: Yeah. You're not wrong. Hey, you're not wrong. Yeah. Uh, we'll move on then. Campbell Chesser, 124 K defensive mid swing. So this is a guy that also screams sub-risk. Uh, in that first practice, like the intra-club game, he was an absolute slut on the wing. But then you forget, didn't he like break his leg or some shit? Or I, don't, I can't remember. He's coming back from a really big injury from the year before because we all had him at like 170K in our preseason teams last year. And then he got that really nasty injury and was out for the year
1: yeah I'm not sure to be honest but um he was a yeah. first round draft pick number 14 in 2021. so yeah. um yeah so I, I, I think he plays I think he plays.
0: I think he plays too it's just more so how how much game time he plays and whether he's subbed out is the query. I don't mind him for a bench spot and I don't mind him as a bench spot in your midfield and you could swing him with the likes of constable or a chin cotter. Uh, even a go any of those guys. Cause if they don't play and then Chester does, you can just swing him back there. Not about yeah. it. Yeah, you are.
1: Yeah. yeah oh, no, cool. I. It, it'll depend on if he gets named or not, but yeah, I don't mind it.
0: Right, you can talk about this next guy then, because you'll, you're going to dick ride the, the Tigers. Tyler Young. Yeah. Tyler Young, one Oh two K bargain basement price.
1: Um, yeah, so this guy's actually super new to footy. He's only been playing footy for a couple of years and has risen up the ranks. He was a football player. That is the round ball variety for those playing at home. Um, really athletic. He's, he sits at about 198 um, centimeters. Um, big lump of a lad. Now, it's super interesting. I, I was a bit shocked that he was named last week against the Demons, um, yeah. considering Ben Miller didn't play and he has shown it in the past. Um, Tyler's 24 years old. He played for Richmond's VFL team last year and did it really well. So uh, obviously good enough to to be drafted. I know there were other clubs sniffing, um, probably Essendon. They do love sniffing around our sloppy seconds and anyone that's worn yellow or black, they do like to invite down. Um, if named, I can't see him playing for ages. Um, mainly because we've got Robbie Tarrant to come back into the team and that that will be his spot. But if he does do really well, so if he he might play on a McKay, um, or something next on Thursday night, if he does well, I think we'll find a spot for him. So it's an interesting one, he's 102k. Um, I, his job security is the only thing because, as I said, Robbie Tarrant is to come back in. Um, we've also got, um, gone blank on his name, Gibkiss. Yeah, Tyler Gibkiss, uh, to come back in as well. Now, he's probably at least six to eight weeks away after a pretty nasty hamstring injury, still, but yeah, I think he's a little bit behind in the pecking order. Um, so yeah, it's a tough one. I I don't think it's worth the pick, unfortunately.
0: I just like how you called him Tyler Gibkiss and not Josh Gibkiss.
1: <laughs> did I say that? Yeah. Fucking hell.
0: Pretty sure you did, my dude, but that's all good. Um we'll move we'll move on. <laughs> the the rucks is the biggest line that we've got on our sheet, Paddo. How many rucks do we have listed down to discuss it as rookies? Uh three. <laughs> <laughs> so many. We'll I think, the- honestly, I think there should be a fourth one on there. <laughs> okay. We'll, we'll include Nick Madden, 102k. Just for a Thank loop. You. Just for a loop. Nothing more. He's injured for like 10 weeks. So he's not going to play. Yeah, good. And then he's good. going to go through the resies, And then he's not going to be pushing Pruce or that out. But the Giants do love a good injury to a ruck. So, um, yeah. Good loop we option. don't need him in round one. Oh, yeah. He's good loop option, which is why everyone's picking him. Um, we'll start from the bottom then. We and did like... miss a defender though, Dano. Oh, fuck. Who do I miss?
1: Nick Coffield. No.
0: Okay. What was his highest average?
1: Uh, let me bring it up. But he's shown history of scoring before. He's a halfback. He's 23 years old.
0: Oh, his highest average was 79.4 in 2020. 208K. 208K. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Is he actually, isn't he still injured?
1: Uh, I don't think so. I I think they were just resting him last week. To get him right for round one.
0: He he might have even played in that fucking. Oh, anyway, um, yeah, it's not a super sexy pick again. Um, how many two two hundred k defenders can you have, Pato?
1: I think. Well, I think zero. There you go. Because Ginby is as must-have must as they come. Yeah. And I don't think you can go a 170K defensive rookie and a 200K guy.
0: A lot of teams are. A lot of teams are rolling the same defensive structure. Yeah, know. Liam
1: Jones. <laughs> Makes me yeah. sick.
0: Legit, though. And they're going like 1 600K, 1 500K plus, and then yo... Jones, Ginby, Constable, and then either McKenna or or Wilmot, and then Chincotta.
1: Yeah. I mean, you're not going to do well just copying everyone else. That's all I can say about that.
0: But at the same time, pick who you think is going to be good and who your structure is going to be. And I tweeted this because our man, Jay Peterman, said it on Twitter, and I think his advice is right. Don't just fucking pick a POD because you want to be different from everyone else. Don't just do that. Pick who you think it will suit best. Will it suit you best? Sweet. Anyway, we'll move on because we're going to try and get this done. Um, Samson Ryan, 124K, ruck forward, yay or nay, Pado.
1: I don't think he plays round one. I think that... um. Soldo Just will not. play that role. So no. Just no.
0: McAndrew from the Swans 124k ruck forward. Yay or nay, Pato. I'm <laughs> saying nay because people are nay nay nay, dumb. nay 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 yeah. nay. People are fucking dumb. Last one. Asava Radagalia, 174k ruck slash forward. You can pick it, so you can pick him in the ruck or the forward line. Yay or nay, Pato.
1: Now this is an interesting one for me. Yeah. The short answer is yay. The yeah. the long answer, which I'll try and condense. I, I don't mind it. There's a there's a room and halfback sort of role or fullback role for him. Um he's a proven guy, like he's played AFL before. Um I don't think his scoring will set the world on fire. Um I don't really think it needs to either. Um I think He's learning, he's playing a new role, which is what is not great about that, but he provides a nice little forward and ruck swing. So if Sean Darcy misses a game and you've got Radigalia in your forward line, you can just flip him with Madden and he covers you for a week. So you at least get a 40 or 50 in place of Madden's zero. So I think there's merit in it. Um, He's not currently in my team, but that may
0: change. Fair enough. Don't mind, don't mind. Um Yeah, is there anything else you'd like to add, Pato? Because that's how rookies done.
1: Uh no, no. Um just just yeah, good luck to everyone putting their teams together. Don't panic. Don't think that you need to copy everyone else. Um, as Dano said. pick pick who you think will do well. You're not gonna win super coach by your starting squad. I mean you can lose it by your starting squad, but it's going to be your trades that are going to get you there. So don't stress if you get a rookie that scores 20, they could well score 120 in round two. So don't stress. But we'll talk about that next week. Um but yeah just just don't panic. Just just pick be be patient. Have a loophole guy. I think it's so important to have a non-playing rookie and I think Madden is the perfect guy as 102k. He's a ruck forward swing. So if we do get a rookie ruck, we can easily flip Madden forward and then get a rookie get the rookie ruck in the ruck line. Yeah. Um, like, for example, you know, you put the VC on Dunkley on, on next Saturday and he scores a 140, but because you've got 23 guys playing, if you're starting Mac Andrew, um, not Mac Andrew, McAndrew, um, then you can't take Rory Laird, who probably score fucking 180 against um, GWS on Sunday so just just having that loophole is super important I think and um, yeah all the other rookies should be named
0: round one yep cool um, what's your Twitter handle Paddo for those that are just tuning in for the first time
1: it's at c,
0: and mine is at Um so from us at the Supercoach Co-Captains I'm Dano and I'm Paddo and this is us signing The fuck off Oh Jesus, he just deep-throated the fuck out of that microphone.
1: <laughs>